Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. everybody what's up it is the podcast 15 to life where we talk about life after having a life sentence in prison i am your host tito guerrero and we're going to kick off another motivation monday monday motivation so let's get right into it this one we're going to call self-love now i really want to get into this because it's something i feel everyone myself included just everyone i don't care how positive, how great your life is, you, you're never really there, right? I, I don't think any of us can ever say we 100% are in love with everything we got going on. And when I say that, let me um, clarify some things. I'm talking about everything from your physical appearance to where you're at mentally with being able to focus on things, um, Maybe your education level, maybe your social status, whatever it may be, like the car you drive, the house you live in, or the apartment, or the townhouse, or whatever. Maybe you're homeless, living in a car. I don't know. But you're not content, so that being not content can really weigh heavy when you're trying to do other things, right? And, you know, the more and more I put out these podcasts, the more you'll hear a lot of consistency and a lot of standardization um, in, in in the way I, I approach things in the way I see things right see first off like I might get mad at myself because I'm not as healthy as I should be or my teeth aren't straight or I got a lot of gray you know all these things that promote insecurities and make your self-confidence go down and then on top of everything else you know, affect so many other things because it's the the pebble going in the pond, right? The ripples start to happen and they start having effects on multiple things because the more pebbles hit, the more ripples and then those ripples turn into bigger ripples and the waves and everything else and then it comes crashing down on you. So I really want to talk about just being able to be positive with where you're at today, knowing, knowing, that it's not going to be like that tomorrow. Because here's the thing. Not having that self-love. And I call it self-love because you, you got to be able to just say, you know what? I love me for getting here. But I'm going to love me so much more for getting there. Where you're trying to get. And, and mind you, I'm not talking about you go from weighing 250 pounds to 150 pounds in one step. Hell no. Everything takes time and takes effort, takes work, right? But knowing that you can do it, then believing that you can do it, then actually taking the steps to get to it, that's how things get done, right? So you got to have a little bit of self-love because one, why even embark on that journey if you don't really want it? So you got to have enough self-love to say, I want, I love myself enough to know I want something better for myself. I want something better for my family. I want something better for the planet, for the environment, whatever it may be. So let's look at, let's just dive into a few things, right? So if your marriage isn't the best, 
then having self love and and love of self means you want the things and the the things and the people that are important around you to be good as well, right? So you got to put in some more effort to that. You know, am I perfect at that? No, I'm I'm over here preaching. Uh, I'm I'm definitely full of sin myself, right? But if you're trying to lose weight, well. You know, you got to have enough self-love to say, even though I love to eat ice cream, I'm not going to eat it. Or maybe I'll I'll start eating it every other day and then three times a week and then once a week and then once a month. You know, and you wean yourself off, not because you stop loving the ice cream, but because you love yourself more. Right. And then you start making some some better decisions you know like instead of eating a bunch of sweets you eat some grapes or some some cutie oranges or something like that steps to get there um if it's a relationship issue you know changing stuff up having more open dialogue and conversation um, going out and doing things together getting back to that quote-unquote you know get back to where we were when we were just goofy in love that type of stuff um at work it's usually a focus issue, right? Maybe you're caught up in your phone and the social media and everything, or maybe it's office gossip and politics and drama, you know? You get sucked into that. I myself am a, a person that, um, it's a double-edged sword, but everyone likes to talk to me, and I listen, and, and I end up giving advice most of the time, and the, these could be people that report to me, people that don't report to me, people that I report to, you know, and it's a great thing to have because people come to you and talk. So you, so a lot of times I know a lot that's going on that either I should or shouldn't know, or, or maybe I need to know to get to my next level, whatever it may be. It's great, but guess what? When everyone comes to you, that can suck the life out of a day, because before you know it, you've spent literally three or four hours listening and talking and engaging with people on things that are not going to push your agenda or your duties and tasks forward so now you've either told yourself i gotta stay that much longer every day or you start cutting it out so i've jokingly told people that one of the hardest things to do is say no right i'm one of those people that i always like to help people Uh, i always want to listen i always want to be there for people the reality is we only have so much time in the day and you have to pick and choose those battles and you know, the better relationship and rapport you have with people, they understand when you say, no, I can't. I know I usually help you do this or I usually do it for you, but I can't today because I need to do this. Matter of fact, it'd be awesome if you could help me, right? So self-love, once again, um, and, and sometimes it's the generous heart or um, the empathetic heart and you want to listen to people and you want to kind of give them that that shoulder to cry on but how is that helping you take care of you and then the things that are important to you like immediate family and all that once again it's all self-love um and every once in a while I, i most definitely don't do this every day but i will do things like shut my door i will put a do not disturb sign up or i'll tell people no i'm sorry i can't today and, and it might be the same people that I, I will talk to 90% of the time every day. But they get when I go, nah, I can't get out. They're like, oh, all right. And they move on. Because you develop that. 
Now, don't get me wrong. I should be telling them more 90% of the time to get out and 10% and say, okay, I got some time for you. Let me, let me chalk that out. So I'm not perfect. But self-love, people. Self-love. If you don't love yourself, how can you ever love someone else? Let me say that again. If you don't love yourself, then how can you ever love someone else? Because if you don't embrace yourself as being important, your body, your mind, your soul, your spirituality, everything, right? If you if you aren't in love with that, how can you fully, quote unquote, give yourself to someone else, right? Or to anything else. When people say, I'm so passionate, man, I just feel so good when I volunteer, when I donate money or blah, 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 blah. And they're not even in love with themselves. Now, I'll bring up some, some hard realities and i think in a podcast just recently I, I i said the thing about the dave Chappelle. you know it's kind of like you know you have a pool but it's one of those on top of ground pools you know but it's a pool you know and, and i love that analogy but the other the other one is is look at how many people like robin williams funny guy right superstar used to hire homeless people to work on all of his movie sets i mean did so much to entertain people and then to help people on top of that. And from an outsider's view, right? From people like us who aren't celebrities, don't get to see him on a personal basis. Everything was just great. Wonderful, right? Kills himself. You know? And how many others? Kate Spade. Like so many other people that you you would not think there's anything bad going on. And they take their own lives. Why? Because they didn't have self-love. Now, I'm saying that. I mean, I'm not, I don't know. But I'm just saying, to do that, you didn't love yourself. And probably there were some toxic people, which is I'm going to talk about too. <clears throat> you probably have some toxic, toxic people in your life that were pulling you down. And, and I like using that whole analogy about the crabs in a bucket. You know, one crowd will start to make it out and the other ones will just pull them down. That's how toxic people are. You know, and I tell people all the time, uh, people ask me, like, when you got out of prison, you know, what was one of the, one of the toughest things and, you know, getting back on your feet? And there's there's a, a ton of stuff, a plethora of stuff that, that I could tell you about, you know, having that chip on your shoulder about you just got out, having to check the box when you fill out an application, or when someone says, well, what were you doing a year ago? And, you know, uh, I was in prison, you know, like there's so many things or, or being gone for 12 years and, and, you know, text messaging wasn't even around when I got locked up. Internet had only been out for a little while. So, so many things that had changed in the, in what I consider the short time. I know most people say 12 years is a long time, but I consider that a short time that so much had changed in the world, right? But one of the big things, I mean, one of the really big things was being able to cut people off. And when I say that, I mean, you know, the old Greek saying, you know, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are, right? So out of my group of friends, and if you've been listening, you know, I hung around some bad people, but even some of the people that weren't as bad, 
but these people I grew up with, I went to high school and junior high and elementary and all kinds of other stuff, or they lived around me. I, I hung around a lot of just people that, that, that weren't focused on getting anywhere, right? So when I got out, um, I, I was looking at people like, I'm 36 years old. I just got out after doing 12 years. I was 24 when I got locked up. Everyone has basically had 12 years to get ahead of me. You know, and I'm thinking in all respects of life. I'm talking about they're probably married. They probably got good jobs, probably own a house. They probably got kids, you know. Like all this stuff that, you know, I wish I had. And I probably could have even started way before I went to prison. I just was a knucklehead, right? So I'm looking and some of my old friends are like reconnecting and everything. And I'd, I'd hang out with certain individuals. And like some of these people were, I don't know in my mind, I saw them as being entitled. Because I'm like, man, you're, you're, you're like going on 40 and you're living at home because you won't take a job that pays less than 25 bucks an hour. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you're living at home with your parents out of pride instead of taking a job until you can find that 25 hour. You know what I mean? Like, like why couldn't they get just go out and get something going, do anything, right? So now forget, like, I get out and... I started working. I was making minimum wage. And then because I was in this little program uh, for ex-offenders. So I got like this stipend for like an extra two bucks an hour for a certain period of time. So technically the minimum wage at the time was eight bucks and I was making ten for a short term. Right. But in my mind, I just would tell everyone I make eight because that's what I was supposed to be making. And I'll never forget this one guy I grew up with. He's like, dude, you're working for eight bucks an hour. Are you are you crazy? And I'm like. Well, I got to work, man, and no one will hire me. So, you know, it's just a means to an end. And then that's when he started telling me, like, yeah, well, I won't work unless they pay me, like, 30, 25, 30 bucks an hour. And I'm like, ain't you living at home with your parents? Yeah. And I was like, so I am, too, because I just got out of prison. But at least this way I can give my mom 500 bucks a month, you know, Um, which I owe her. And, like, this dude was literally freeloading. Now, here's the kicker. He was married with kids and his wife worked. And I'm like, holy crap, you're married with a kid, living under your parents' roof, and your wife is working while you do what? Just hang out? And and he'd go and when I say hang out, he would like throw fight parties and all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, dude, you don't even work. How can you do that? But see, that's a mindset. That's You don't have self-love. Because in his mind, what he was doing, right? What he was doing was like this self-fulfilling prophecy of never getting out of that that bucket of crabs, right? You don't have shit and you want to act like you're big shit and probably burning through all your wife's money. And that's why you can't move out of your freaking parents' house, right? So I tell you that to say this, like... A few years later, like, I'm, I'm in my house, right? I'm not making minimum wage anymore. I think when I bought my house, I was making about 60000 a year, right? Not a ton of money, but managed the right way. It's, it's enough, right? And so he's, he's talking about, you know, my house is cool and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, dude, but uh, remember a few years ago, it was 
not enough what I made, but I'm still working at the same place. I just make more money because I made a path for myself. I didn't give up. I kept pushing. I kept pushing. But I, I had to do something. I couldn't sit on my hands and live off my parents. You know, especially as a, you know, for lack of better terms, a grown-ass man. Like, so, it's, to me, it's self-love. It's just like if, 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 you're, if you're sitting at home, right? Sitting at home. And instead of, you know making breakfast you got all this food in the fridge and in the cabinet instead of making a pot of coffee to make yourself feel good you go out right you go out you go to pete's coffee starbucks dunkin donuts wherever you know someone waits on you and yeah maybe the coffee's good don't get me wrong i like i like a good cup of starbucks too um but i will say and, and here's a hack if, if you guys didn't know it i like cold brew and i will purposely order if i'm paying for it myself i will purposely order the things that i know you can get a refill on so at least if i pay four bucks for a coffee i will sit there and refill it twice at 50 cents a pop so at least i kind of get some more value out of it and i'll even take the last one home put it in the fridge and use it the next day so you know, but people do that because they're missing something, whatever it is. And you to 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 get ahead, mind you, you're you're not gonna be able to, to pull that off by substituting and basically exhausting your resources. So I remember when I was moving up in, in, in the corporate world, um, and I just got in at nine bucks an hour I was hungry and I wanted I wanted to know what I needed to know and and so I was willing to sacrifice whatever to to learn how to get into the next you know position and everyone there went to Starbucks every day making nine bucks an hour you cannot afford to go to Starbucks like that you just can't especially not treating other people so every once in a while that you know the the whole team the ops team the operation team would come by my office and say hey Tito you want Starbucks and I go yeah yeah sure like anytime they were talking about free stuff, I, I would jump on it, right? But then I, I was like, ah, I can't always be that guy. So every once in a while, you know, I'd go by everyone's office like, hey, I'm going to Starbucks. You know, even in my mind, I'm like, I do not want to go. Like, I can't even afford to get my $4 drink, right? And I'd get everyone's drinks. It would come out to 35 45 bucks, And I would eat Top Ramen and Cup of Noodles every day just so I could do that one day a week. And, and I know it sounds funny, but here's the self-love part, right? I sacrificed so I could do that. And it did help because it, it allowed me to spend time with certain individuals that gave me the angles that I needed to continue my path of success, right? Um, I would definitely say you don't have to do that. Don't ever, like, overextend yourself. But more importantly, don't do it just because it, quote-unquote, makes you feel good. Because at the end of the day... That money that you're spending on things that you might not need, it, it hurts you later because you might really need something. And then if you add up all those little things that you did, you're going to be wanting or regretting, I should say. And then that also affects your self-love because then you start going, oh, you're stupid. You're this. And next thing you know, you're back in the ice cream bowl. You're back 
online buying some more stuff because screw it i'm in debt anyway i might as well go further in debt i might as well at least be happy if i'm gonna be broke right like we start justifying things because we don't have self-love so this whole monday edition right now is about i really want you when you get a chance whether you're driving or whatever and listening to this when you get a chance you're in the bathroom wherever look in the mirror and i know it sounds corny but do this. Just look in the mirror and say, you know what? I love you. I love you more than anything else. And that's not bad. It's not bad to love yourself. You have to love yourself so you can honestly, wholeheartedly love someone or something else, right? So fall back in love with you so that you can get back to loving other things. And I'm saying this from the heart, not just that it's about self-love, but I'm saying it from the heart because I know I need to work on it. I know there's a lot of people in my inner circle that need to work on it. And I, I almost think it's one of those things that probably be beneficial to have a group of people sitting and talking and talk about the things that they do that they might not want to ever admit uh, in one-on-one or even in group settings that they know they do things they are should not do but it would be beneficial to get it off their chest so go ahead love that person in the mirror love that brother that sister and know that we we can make a difference each of us one person at a time so this is tito 15 to life monday motivation motivation mondays see y'all next time